Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Hello and welcome to Snack Masters Incorporated. I'm Dooner, here with the Carl Sagan of veganism, Jason Myers. I believe you brought a guest along with you today, didn't you? Yes, my lovely assistant, Aubriana, is here to help me in my veganism quest. Hello. Our viewers may know Aubriana because she sent in a review of the Chompers Seaweed Crunchies last week. Isn't that correct? (laughs) I did, I did. They were strangely addictive. But they also had a side effect that you might not have had in the review. Okay, I was not planning on trying them. The uh, the whole seaweed thing did turn me off, but uh, that, that's good. That's good of note because they only got a six too, which meant like you would finish the bag, maybe would get them again or eat them if they were lying around. But now, do you you want to change that score? Is it like a three or a two now? Yeah, I would. The flavor was good, but no, I'd probably drop it to a three. I won't get them again because I I don't feel so great. All right, for those of you wondering, MSG is on vacation and he is actually pretty close to where you guys are. He's in Florida. You guys are on vacation too. You're from Pittsburgh, but right now you're in Florida as well for the holidays. Are you staying there through Christmas? Uh, Yeah, we are. We're down here visiting my parents. They um, retired in Florida because as Seinfeld pointed out, that's the law. Well, when I heard MSG was going on vacation, I have wanted to do a vegan episode for a while. And they don't have vegans in Idaho. So I had to wait until he was out of the picture to get you guys on here. And I thought, who better than uh, you, who's been a vegan as long as I've known you? And I've known you for, I don't know, 20 years now? Close to it. 19 years? I've yep. known you for a long time. Were you a vegetarian first or you, have you always been a vegan? No, I, I started out as a vegetarian a long time ago, back in like 91, and was vegetarian for several years and kind of transitioned to veganism from vegetarianism in like the late 90s. So I'm probably about 20, 20 years into full veganism now. Wow. So I've never done the full veganism thing. And we're doing all vegan snacks today, although I realized I did screw up slightly because I have some green tea next to me and I did put some honey in it for for my throat. Although before we got on the air, Aubriana had some sort of remedy she suggested I tried. Care to share that with the listeners, Aubriana? Sure. If you if you have a sore throat, get a clove of garlic and cut it in half and put one half on each side of your mouth. Suck on it for a little bit. And the garlic oils are antibacterial, so it'll help clear up whatever nastiness you've got growing inside there. That's disgusting. I have not tried this method. This seems like a dirty trick that she's playing on us, but... <laughs> You try it at home, let me know your results. Although, you know, I do swallow crushed garlic once in a while just for like heart health and whatnot. Yeah, it's... Uh, Supposedly it prevents mosquitoes from biting you too. Right, keeps the vampires away as well. Sure does, man. <laughs> hey, hey, but one of the reasons I thought that you'd be a, a great guest on here, not just for veganism, but I know that when I was a vegetarian, I started working in outside sales and working outside sales, traveling as a vegetarian was always a challenge because you're eating out of like Applebee's and chain restaurants and gas stations and 7-Eleven. You're a touring musician. Your band is Icarus Witch. I'm going to play a clip really quick. Icarus Witch, Last Call for Living, off the album Rise. Available now. 
on Cleopatra Records. As I mentioned, Jason, touring musician, vegan on the road. What are, what's some of your strategies out there? Well, you have to plan ahead and be prepared to lose some weight. <laughs> I think that's one of the things that I realized every time we would go out on the road for an extended period of time that I was going to be facing challenges that the uh, non-vegans in my group didn't. So you have to make some compromises. Um, I don't compromise on the ingredients of what I eat, but I might compromise on how often I eat or what I eat. For example, things as simple as cliff bars that you might just have as part of your snack supplement in normal daily life could become uh, gold on the road because they could get you from one truck stop to the next. There was a lot of truck stop snacking. But a lot of times the, the selection was very limited. It'd be something like picking up a bag of cashews and some orange juice or something like that. So you'd get a little bit of your, your vitamins, a little bit of your protein. So finding something like a grocery store is a godsend. So you can, you can pack a lunch, so to speak. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not a big fan of Walmart, but if you're again in the middle, in the Midwest out, you know, off the highway and you see a giant stock up store like that, it's pretty common to pull in and everybody can sort of get what they want. Um, you don't have a lot of room for a cooler or prepared food necessarily. And you kind of have to take stuff that's going to travel well and fit in your pocket or fit into a, a small backpack or a guitar case. Which fast food restaurant has the most vegan options? Is there one out there that's a little bit better than the other ones? I know Burger King for a while had a veggie burger. I don't know if they still do. Yeah, actually, I, we were just talking about that yesterday. I'm not sure if Burger King does or not. I heard McDonald's is actually starting to do a vegan burger in certain markets. I haven't been to a McDonald's in decades probably, but um, Taco Bell turn a seven layer into a five layer and make a, a vegan version of that by leaving off the sour cream and cheese. Mexican food usually works pretty good. Subway, you know, veggie sub is vegan in most cases and almost every town's got a, a subway. So that becomes a staple of, of the traveling diet as well because you can also eat semi-healthy on a budget. So because you're used to eating this way, I had you curate the snacks for today's episode. Yep. And one thing I noticed, and you picked them all from Trader Joe's, and I'm looking at all the bags here and the boxes of things that we got, and none of these things actually say that they're vegan on them. Yeah, that's, you know, it it's always makes it really easy when you see that vegan certified logo on things. But like other ethical certification labels, not all brands use that because they have to pay for that. Well, the first ones we got here, these are these are pretty obvious. You would know if you're a vegetarian or a vegan. They are the quinoa and black bean infused tortilla chips made with stone ground white corn, red quinoa, and black beans. See the tail of the tape on here. And what do you got? <laughs> pretty typical. 140 calories, 7 grams of fat, 2 grams of protein, no real carbs. Well, 18 grams of carbs, but no sugar. Get about eight chips per serving. So have you had these yet? I'm about to uh, check out the crunch factor here and see how these things hold up. Yeah, I've had these quite a few times. And there's one particular reason that I always go back to them. But let's check the crunch factor here. I'll, I'll bite this right up on the mic. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty solid. This is a nice, it's, I wouldn't say overly thick, but there's, a, I don't know, there's some girth to it, right? There's some <laughs> weight behind it. It's not going to dissolve the second it hits your, your tongue. Exactly. And more importantly, uh, as for the girth, it's not going to break off in your dip. I mean, that to me is the sign of a really solid chip is if you can use it as a shovel to get into some of the thicker hummuses and salsas out there. That's a great point because once in a while, what I'll do is I'll measure out a serving. So I would take like eight of these chips and then I would put a tablespoon or two of hummus or 
the salsa and I probably would like just pre dip my chips in there and then walk over to the couch. And if you have a weak chip, that's like a wet paper bag. It just starts to dissolve immediately right into into your dip. And like, God forbid you're eating out of the jar and then, you know, someone else comes and gets it and they see a little piece of that tortilla chip. It's, it's always gross. The little shark fin sticking out. <laughs> salsa pond. It's no good. Yeah, and it doesn't matter how thick your chip is. If that sits in there overnight or for a couple of days, it's going to start to, it's just going to start to wither. <laughs> yeah. So you brought up the dip and something to pair these with. You mentioned to me to go out and get the hummus dip. You said to get a spicy one. I didn't have that at my Trader Joe's. So I went with one of my go-tos, which is the tomato and basil hummus dip. And there's a reason I didn't rate the chips yet, because part of a chip, especially a tortilla chip, isn't just eating it naked. It's it's its dipability. So we'll test these with the hummus, too. and We'll kind of do a dual score on both of these. Did you guys do the tomato and basil hummus dip, too? Yeah, we did. At your request, we tried the tomato basil on this one. We've never had it yet. So, well, I haven't. Neither have I, first year. Have you guys dipped into it yet? Have you had a chance to test it with these tortilla chips? We just did, yes. (laughs) I didn't. You did. Yeah, I did. All right, give me your review on that and your review on the tortilla chips. Well, I, in the background, I'll start munching on this and get an idea of, of how I feel about this hummus and chip combo. I like my stuff to be a little spicier, so I feel like it's a little on the bland. I, I can definitely taste the tomatoes. It almost has like a ketchup-y type vibe to it. I, I really like the, the hotter stuff. So I would if I was going to go with a regular uh, dosage of this, I'd probably spice it up with some different hot sauces to take it up a notch or two. But it's, it's good. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. This tomato and basil hummus is one of my go-tos. It's one of my favorites. But I never actually do it with tortilla chips. And that was an, an error on my part. I usually do it with like a wheat cracker. And the tomato and the wheat cracker tend to pair together really well. And if I had just had this with dipping mm-hmm. at least these particular black bean tortilla chips in there, I don't know how highly I would rate this particular hummus because it's definitely more of a, a cracker or, you know, you might want to put it on some carrots or some or some vegetables. I can see that. It's, it's almost like having a, a cheese substitute or something. It's got that goopiness to <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the tail on the tape of the hummus, it's, again, it's typical to hummus, which is only 35 calories. You get two tablespoons. That's one of the lovely things about hummus. It's uh, it's definitely eatable. It's definitely pairable without destroying your, your snack or calorie budget. Two grams of fat, one gram of protein, and uh, yeah, one gram of sugar. So not bad for you. I would give this, if you if you have the right thing to pair it with, I would give this hummus an eight. Wow. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a solid eight. It's one of my go-tos. It's one of my favorites. All right, then. But on the tortilla chips, I think these are really strong. I, you know, I don't get tortilla chips that often. So when I do, I'm usually going to go for like the white flour or the white, or is it corn? I'm not sure. White flour or white corn, one or the other that they have at Trader Joe's. But these aren't bad. And I could see eating these without having a dip. I could see, you know, they could, you could, they could get addictive. You could start picking up some momentum, putting your hand in this bag. Yeah, they're pretty hearty. Well, they'll get you going. They'll get you through a tough spot. Yeah. So these I would give, oh, as far as tortillas go, I'd give them about a seven. Fair enough. So for you, though, these are like a, a nine, ten. These are your go-tos. These are your standard. Well, I also don't really do the chips nearly as much as I used to. I've sort of tried to phase those out as my metabolism has slowed over the years. So I don't do chips too often. I did them for this particular episode because, you know, it's the holidays and we're on Snackmaster. So you gotta you got to have some, some crunchy chips to get into. But I'd probably give them a seven, too. I don't think they're amazing, but I think they're really good for using as a, a face shovel to get salsa or whatever dip into your head. So salsa delivery device. Yes. And I'm not about to go into like the Fritos scoops and things like that. Those kind of make me sick. So this is a little, a little bit of a slightly healthier way to, to get that fix. This hummus wrap that you recommended. But this one here, so one package, tell the tape. This is the veggie wrap with hummus. This is found in the refrigerated section at Trader Joe's. It's prepared for you. If you were to eat the whole thing, it would be 370 calories, 10 grams of fat, 
57 grams of carbohydrates. A lot of that's fiber though, 8 grams of fiber, 9 grams of sugar, 12 grams of protein. Like I said, I'm going to do half of this. This Again, this is something you recommended. So I imagine you've had this before. So um, give me a review on this. Let me know why you picked this one. And uh, It's a staple of my diet. Like, I don't think I ever go to Trader Joe's without at least looking to see if they have this in the fridge, mainly because it's, I think it's a good value. It's rather healthy for a fast on the go type snack if you don't have time to prepare something from scratch. They make these, I'm pretty sure they make them daily or at least regularly. I just think you get a lot for your money. They call this a wrap, but as I'm noticing biting into it, and I'm pleasantly surprised by is that it's actually in a pita. So it's not in like a flour wrap, like what I was expecting. So the pita here, very pleasant surprise. It reminds me of going to like the Greek pizza shop here. And if you get if you get a Greek salad or, or you get a Caesar salad, they give you a pita on the side. And then I'll usually make my own pocket out of that. So this is this is this is more like a pita pocket than a wrap even, although it's, you know, the pita itself is cut open and wrapped up. But the flavor profile is very much of a pita pocket. Yeah. And they're real. They're easy to eat. They're relatively low mess. So again, if you're eating in a vehicle that's traveling down the highway, you can kind of get one of these into your head without a lot of it going all over the, the seats or anything. Feel pretty decent about yourself. But one thing I will say is you do got to kick it up a notch with pepper sauce or anything like that. Since you need something to either dip into it or to pour on there, some kind of hot sauce to bring it to life a little bit. I'm with you. So do you have a score on that? What would you rate one of these? Oh gosh, I'd give these probably a 10 because they've, like I said, they've never let me down. I think they're good value. They're consistent. They're consistent. They're healthy. On the snack sandwich to go category, I would put these at the highest highest upper echelon of scores. No, I, I could do this. I'm not I'm not hating this vegan lifestyle just yet. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One thing I like on here is that there's 12 grams of protein. And on the vegan side, what do you do to, to get protein into your diet? Uh, it's I don't I think that a lot is made out of the protein difficulty. I, I don't have really any problem with it. In fact, I took a picture of our cupboard and almost everything had protein in it and from nuts to seeds, lots of different kinds of seeds that I'll put on things like cereal. Our milks have protein. <laughs> yeah. Pea protein and pumpkin. Right. The, the milk that you use for either smoothies or cereals has protein in it. So, But you're like a skinny rocker, dude. Let's say someone was... And I know people do. I know in the UFC and in the in WWF, there was a couple different guys who were vegans. And Yeah, pea protein is sort of the, the new way to do it. Um, and there's definitely lots of supplements that you can get in the store, different places. Really easy for smoothies, especially. If, if you were trying to bulk up, say you were an athlete like a wrestler or something where you had to put on bulk or a weightlifter, you could easily use pea protein in place of whey protein and still get plenty of what you needed. Well, I mean, as a vegetarian, it's definitely easy to gain weight. I've, oh, yeah. I've done it before. You know, you just, you just eat cheese pizzas and things like that. So there's there's no shortage of fat on the vegetarian side. But it's still, if, you, if you're getting your protein from nuts and, and things like that, you're going to you're going to have more calories than you burn off at a, at a desk job, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was putting Pez in my uh, my son's (laughs) Pez dispenser. I gave him that as a gift to stay up in his room. Although you're not up in your room. Why why am I giving you this Pez dispenser? I don't know. But you do need dessert once in a while and you do need to treat yourself. What you suggested are these maple leaf cookies with a smooth and flavorful maple cream filling. Now, this is another thing. I would never think this was vegan. You know, if I just saw this on the shelf because the whole cream thing would probably throw me off, but apparently not. There's a lot of foods that that they call accidentally vegan. This would probably fall into that category. On the commercial cookie side, I believe Oreos are accidentally vegan and certain Halloween candies. I mean, most people think healthy when they think vegan. That's not always 
is synonymous. Vegan just means that it doesn't contain animal products. Well, you can get into some trouble with these yeah. because the tail and the tape here is one cookie. Just one of these is already 110 calories. Oh, yeah. You got five grams of fat, eight grams of sugar, one gram of protein. So, you know, if you're going to make a plate of, of four or five of these, you're going to notice it pretty quickly in uh, on the scale. They're addictive and they've got a lot of natural sugar. So you get that rush. So you're like ready to reach for the next one. But yeah, you can't just like kick back and crush a sleeve of these or you'll be in for a hurting when it comes to the waistline. Well, I just took a bite out of it. For that 110 calories, You, I guess you actually get two cookies plus the cream in the middle. It's pretty thick. It's a it's a thick cookie. It's probably the size of maybe two Oreos. There's veins on each one of the the maple leaves. I imagine they're, they're supposed to be like the leaves, but yeah, I uh, I enjoyed that, <laughs> that that about you know what I did like. I'm not a huge fan of maple, so yeah, I thought that I might have something against these cookies, but these are not really that mapley at all. They're they kind of taste a bit like I don't know a thicker vanilla wafer almost. Yeah. There's a there's like a hint, a subtle hint of maple that comes on at the end, but it's definitely not overpowering. You're not eating like a, a plate of flapjacks or something. No, no it's, it's a subtle. You can kind of waft it in the cookie itself when you bring it up to your nose. But it's um, I don't think they're overly sweet. I just think they're perfectly sweet enough and they pair well with a good glass of uh, almond milk, sweetened almond milk or something like that. If you're into the cookies and milk tradition. Or coffee. They're really good in the morning with a cup of black coffee. Well, you bring up a good point because I was going to say my one sort of detraction here. And the reason I'm going to give it the score I am is that the cookie itself is a little bit on the dry side. So this is something that, yeah, I would want to dip in that almond milk or into a, a cup of milk or whomever you, however you do your cookies. It does need a little a little liquid element. If you just went to the couch with five of these and, and no milk or water or anything, you might get a little parched. Yeah. Yep. No, like I said, I definitely think the black coffee is a great combo because then you get the sweetness and then you have a little bit of hot, bitter bean juice to wipe it down. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, man. You know, I'm staying. I'm staying parked in seven again. I'm giving. I'm giving these a uh, a straight up seven. I think that they're they're pretty good. I'll definitely finish the box. I would consider buying them again, but they're not going to be my go to. Well, but I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how. How uh, Snackmaster Jr. and the rest of the fam rates them. All right. Well, let's check real quick. Hey, Snackmaster Jr. Snackmaster Jr. Did you eat that cookie? Did you eat the maple cookie that we gave you? Did you eat this? No. No, he's busy. He's over in Pez land over there. <laughs> you can't compete with Pez, which I believe are also only vegan, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to check the research on that, though. So I tried to make a lunch out of this by having the chips first, you know, the, the sandwich, the hummus, then the cracker. But we also got some ghost pepper potato chips. And for two reasons, I wanted to to kind of do these at the end. The first is that if I was eating lunch, I probably wouldn't, you know, be a total heifer and put two different types of chips on my plate. <laughs> but also, in case these are really hot, I didn't want it to color my palate for the rest of these. So since it's the last thing, I figured sure. that would make the most sense. Have you tried these ones yet? I have not. I um uh... Yesterday had some ghost pepper tortilla chips from the fresh market, similar looking package, and they were they were definitely very hot. <laughs> and it was one of those things where I felt like I was punishing myself, but I couldn't stop. It was that endorphin rush or whatever you get from peppers that just make you violently sweat and feel like you're in an altered state. All right, man, I'm going to try this as well right now. I'm just going to go naked. We'll we'll check out the crunchability on these and uh, we'll see if they start making my eyes water. There. This is like, this is a hearty chip. It's uh, 
It's like a latex yeah. cut. <laughs> Chip, and it really keeps the body of it together. It acts as a strong support system. Yeah, you're, they've, they've incorporated physics into the um, composition of the chip. Yeah. The weave is really, might even be stronger than the, the quinoa and bean chips we had. Huh. I don't know. Not, not super hot. I'm feeling a little burn in the back of the throat. I might have to yeah. dig around and get a few more. I was expecting my butt to open with the inferno of a thousand active volcanoes after eating these, but, uh, you know, so far, so far, so good. You know what? I'm going to try these with my, maybe this will pair well with this tomato hummus dip because you're already getting the heat from the chips, but you're right. It's not an overly, it's not an overly hot chip. It's staying there with you, but it's not the kind where, so you can't get high off of these. Yeah. Uh, A little disappointed. I'm impressed and disappointed at the same time. I'm disappressed. (laughs) Because um, I really wanted to have flame shooting on my mouth like a bad 80s cartoon character. <laughs> Instead, I'm just getting a very pleasant, sturdy chip to dip into my hummus. Like for sour candy, for example, I'll usually take off if it's sour candy, but it's not sour enough. That always kind of annoys me because it's not what it's supposed to be. Here we have the ghost pepper chips. We're both kind of expecting flames to shoot out of our mouths, so... I mean, it, it doesn't hit the expectation there, but at the same time, I think this is a good chip. I like the the really strong crunch and element this has to it. I think there's enough heat that'll slow you down a little bit from plowing through these too quickly. And I thought that this paired really nicely with this tomato hummus dip. Better than the quinoa chips, I believe. You know, the chickpeas and the coolness of the hummus dip kind of kind of softens the blow. I'm seeing these ghost pepper chips as sort of a party trick in the waiting. Put them out without any sort of warning and just let your casual chip dipper make their own impression of them yeah well i mean these ones you're not gonna you're not gonna haze anybody with them or or put anyone in too bad of a place especially if they're even somewhat introduced to heat in their life maybe if you've never had a spicy chip before this might be a little tough to handle or it might slow people down a little bit if you just didn't feel like buying tons of chips for your party you could put a bowl of these out and maybe people would kind of back off after a few and is this for (laughs) this for the person who hates their party guests (laughs) (laughs) i would say hate that's a strong word we don't use that in this house yeah the in-laws are coming over you're gonna put out the uh the ghost pepper chips yeah so you sort of have that well we tried same time, there's going to be some left for uh, for numero uno after the party. Well, so what would you rate these overall, taking all things into consideration? I'd probably give them a six or a seven. I could see these working their way into the rotation once in a while. I miss having that sort of violent reaction and the um, the pain and the suffering the next morning. So I'd give them a seven. Solid. I would I would put them at a six or. Maybe even a five because I'm probably, you know, still leaning towards something like a salt and vinegar chip instead of a a ghost pepper chip. These are kind of a novelty, but I I don't lean towards these to begin with. But the chip itself, I I think, is fantastic. The um, if they were to use this exact type of chip for like a salt and vinegar, for example, this would be like a nine or a ten as far as potato chips go. You know, and you mentioned this vegan thing. So I use this this calorie counting app called MyFitnessPal, and I put all of our snacks in today. I did one serving of each one, and then I did half of the rest. And I was curious to see what it would come out with for the nutrition wise. So in calories total, we have uh, 610 calories, 12 grams of protein, 15 grams of sugar, 26 grams of fat. And that was for a serving of the quinoa and black bean tortilla chips, two tablespoons of hummus, the ghost pepper chips, the maple leaf cookies, and half of a hummus wrap. So yeah, 610 calories, you know, so there's always this misconception that certain diets will have you eating healthy. But you know, if you're not controlling your portions or your calories, you can obviously eat quite a bit and it not even look that like that much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't fall into that trap. I mean, I'll, I'm guilty of crushing a, a tub of hummus in, in a couple settings because you just especially if you get a good shovel type chip like we got here, it's easy just to keep plowing it into your head hole. 
you got to just be careful. You got to show some restraint and get to the gym, just like any other diet. What are you guys going to be eating on Christmas? Do you do the tofurkey? Uh, we did tofurkey for for Thanksgiving. I don't know. Since we're down here, I think we're going to go Italian this year. I believe that my um, mom is going to be making a lasagna for the non-vegans. And I think we're going to make some some vegan pizza soup and maybe some different specialty Italian type dishes for Christmas Eve dinner. I can't stand the tofurkey. My wife has it on. She's a vegetarian, so she'll have it on Thanksgiving. But I don't like turkey either. I'm more of like a rotisserie chicken. So I was curious, do they have like a rotisserie tofurkey? <laughs> Would that even work if you were just to kind of spin it over the flame and lightly baste it? If they don't already, they probably will. I know they just introduced a ham this season, which um, Brianna's mom is pretty excited about because she always felt bummed that we got chipped out of ham around the holidays. I was never a big ham guy, even in my childhood when I was eating meat. So I'm not quite as excited, but anytime they add something in that might lure uh, somebody into testing out a non-meat meal on any given day, even if it's just like a meatless Monday type thing, I'm all for it. Haven't tried the ham yet. I'm so-so with the tofurkey. I usually just only have it the roast about once a year around Thanksgiving. And other than that, just try to get creative with, um, with making stuff from scratch. That's where my partner here comes in. She's quite the cook. So I reap the benefits of her enjoying life in the kitchen. <laughs> and I just sit back and taste test stuff and try not to get fat. <laughs> Before we take off for the holidays, just had a question for you because I'm from the Northeast. You're from the upper North Pittsburgh area. But I've spent a few Christmases in warm weather when we were both living out in Southern California. You're doing Christmas this year in warm weather down in Florida. Mm -hmm. When I was in Southern California, I always felt that the warm weather Christmas never really felt right to me. You know, I... Yeah. I need it to be a little bitterly cold outside to appreciate Santa Claus and his, his coming gifts. How do you do you like the warm weather? Is it because you're in Pittsburgh all the time? It's a nice change of pace because in Southern California, I think the big bummer, too, was that I wouldn't be traveling anywhere. I would just be kind of staying where I was all of the time. So it wasn't very special. No. Yeah. And, and I remember, too, like when we were both living in Hollywood, there was very little holiday spirit. I mean, people didn't weren't decorating their apartment doors with wreaths and things like that quite as much. Um uh, no, I'm I'm not a fan of the heat. I I'm a cold weather guy myself. If it weren't for my parents and my brother and his family being down here, I I definitely wouldn't have chose to spend my holidays down here. But with that said, it is it is sort of a different break. It's a nice break. I mean, we were we were in like the 20 degree weather last week with snow, and now it's in the 70s and 80s down here wearing shorts, going to the beach. So it's fun. And I will say one thing: they, this neighborhood that they live in is probably more festive than our own neighborhood in Pittsburgh in terms of just people going all out on the, the lights and the decorations in the yard and things like that. I was pretty surprised. It's because it's warm and they can yeah. they have to come out in the cold and That's put true. lights on the roof. Yeah. Plus there's probably lots of uh, expats that come down here and that grew up in areas where it was a bigger deal and sort of taking those traditions with them. Snowbirds. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You've been listening to Snack Masters Incorporated. Our website is where you can find this episode and all of our old ones, snackmastersinc.com. That's I-N-C, not I-N-K. We're on Instagram, instagram.com slash snackmastersinc. You can find all of our food photos on there, menu reviews, videos. We started a YouTube channel, Snack Masters Inc. at Snack Masters Inc. on Twitter. If you'd like to email us, snackmastersinc at gmail.com. Jason, before you go, do you have anything to plug? We we played a clip of your album at the beginning. Your band is Icarus Witch. How can people find the music if they like what they heard? Uh, just check out IcarusWitch.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much all the social media channels. In the studio right now, working on our sixth album. And we hope to release that in early 2018. So if you like that little clip, 
stop on over and check out IcarusWitch.com. And a few months from now, we'll have some new tunes out for you. All right, IcarusWitch.com. Thank you for snacking with the today, Jason and Abriana. You guys have a very happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy winter solstice, brother. <laughs> Let's let Snackmaster Jr. jingle all the way. <laughs> Snack Master! Snack Master! Snack Master!